Welcome to All Things Dorothy's Daughter. I am your host. My name is Nini, and I really am very happy to say that there has been so many of you listening to this podcast, and it makes me excited because I believe that you are learning something, you're sharing it with a friend. I have learned a lot. And on today's episode, we are on episode four, and this month, if you've been under a rock and haven't subscribed yet, we have been talking about sex. We've had a pastor on, we have had a divorced dad of four on, and today, joining us, we have MJ and Lena. These young ladies are either... Both of them are graduated from college. One of them has their master's degree already. The other one's getting her MBA. They are out there in the dating world and they were willing to share with me and talk a little bit about sex and what it's like in 2019 to be in your 20s and having sex or not. So please take a listen to this 30 minute episode. Let me know how you like it. Please go on my Facebook page or Instagram page with the same name, All Things Dorothy's Daughter, and give me your feedback. Please enjoy. We're going to have MJ introduce herself. Hi, I'm MJ. I'm 25. Um, Let's see. I work in corporate America sales, and I am getting my MBA currently at University of Miami. Awesome. Welcome, MJ. And Selena? Hello, hello. I go by Lena. Um, 28 years old. Just finished radiology school. So yeah, I'm here. Let's they, do it. They are here <laughs> for us to talk about sex. So we know we've still been talking about sex. And I am definitely have some young women on the phone, <laughs> which can help add to the conversation. So who wants to go first and tell me what... Did they think their first sexual experience would be different than it was? Me, personally, I... That's Selena. Sorry, yes, Selena here. Um, <laughs> Just said her whole name. Right, hey, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> she, she said Lena. Selena. Um, so for me, ideally, um, I lost my, my virginity when I was in college, first year of college. And honestly... I wasn't sexually active in high school, but, you know, I always wanted to have sex. And for me to have lost it, that, like, I feel like I'm just on the outskirts. I should have been lost it, you know, typical, the stereotype. Um, but I I was at a point where I just wanted to have sex. Like, I just wanted to get it over it, get the cherry popped. So I ended up having sex in the car. Although that is not what I wanted to do. Yeah. But I ended up. I'm Did like, you hey. like the person? I mean, uh-huh. you liked them, but I mean... <laughs> No, <laughs> like, were um, you in love or you just were like, oh, whatever, because um, you just wanted to get it over we, with? We were dating. Um, he was cool, <coughs> but honestly, at that moment, it was just like, I didn't want to be in love. Let's just do it that way. Not so I can be on some whole stuff, but it's just like that barrier of it's my first time. It should be romantic. Like, no, it was definitely not romantic. So Yeah. Do you wish you would have done anything differently? I wish I would have picked another person because he was black but i mean what what experience do i have to judge it but i remember us ha- once we were done i was just like damn is that it like <laughs> so 
said, this is what I've been wanting? Like, so. <laughs> That's what I've been searching for. Right. So, yeah. What about you, MJ? For me, it was, I had been, I guess I was always, like, the good girl. So, I I never really necessarily thought about it, like, like what Lena says. Like, oh, I really want this. Mm-hmm. But I was with someone that I, at the time, young love. I'm like, okay, I think I love this person. And I had dated this person for maybe like three years, mm-hmm. even before that the situation happened. The situation, the situation. <laughs> just, you had sex. That's the, the situation. The situation. Lost my virginity, um, and I don't necessarily say I'm gonna. I regret it um, because I I didn't. It wasn't. It was a person I did care for, and it was like an experience. But I could have gone, I guess, without it. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. Nothing that was amazing or, oh my gosh, this is what I've been waiting for. For me, I was just like super nervous, just a nervous wreck anyway. So it was just kind of like a wash. Like, why did I even... And it's never... I didn't feel pressured, which was good. It wasn't a pressured situation. Um, So I think for me, the best part was that it was completely 100% my choice. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was being pressured by outside people, my peers, or the person that I was with at the time. It was really just me and I made the decision, okay, and I... That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. Well, at least you guys don't regret it. Well, you sort of do, but <laughs> not really regret. Um, <laughs> glad it's over with. Yeah, glad you moved on from that. But why did so? It kind of makes me think, though. Why did you feel the need to hurry up and get it done? What did you think would happen once you got it done? What did that give you? You know, honestly, just going in as a college, a freshman college student. You know, in my generation, it's just. Like, you didn't have sex. Like, what's wrong with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that could be a good and a bad thing. For me, personally, like I said, I was always into, like, sexual things. So, for me to have not had sex yet, it's just like, okay, what's wrong with me? And so, yeah, I was just at a point, like, okay, dude, let's let's get it over with. Because there was a point in time where it's like, okay, this is special. You want to make sure that it's right. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, I'm just like, okay. I'm a freshman in college. I haven't had any sex. These guys are looking pretty damn good, you know. <laughs> I cannot be unexperienced, you know. So, oh, like, let's, let's, let's get it rolling. Let's get the ball rolling. And that sounds horrible now, but, um, yeah, at that time, it is. it was what it was. Right. So, you know, yeah. can't take it back now. That's true. That's <laughs> a good point. That, so, okay, if you guys could tell someone else coming to you saying what they were about to do based on your thoughts in your brain what would you tell them for me I've, I've always said I'm not the person that's going to tell somebody how to move yeah. but I'm going to encourage someone to make sure it's completely their decision yeah. that they're not being pressured by people that are outside of them mm-hmm. um, or by the the, per, the partner that they're with um, and that they've really really thought about it yeah. um, and what comes from that so possible consequences things like that mm-hmm. um, and with that it's like because human nature can kind of take over a lot of things and a lot of us just make decisions because we we have certain needs that we feel like we've got to fulfill and so that could sometimes trump over rational thinking but if as long as you have realized like okay i've made this decision completely on my own and i'm not being forced to do this i don't think my friends are telling me to do this Mm -hmm. i'm not feeling like because everybody else is doing it i want to do it that's kind of what and i think that's you know, with my younger sister, that's kind of what I've told her. Yeah. As at least make sure, like, if you are gonna do it, that you're making the decision completely, a hundred percent on your own, and that's what you wanted to do, and you've thought about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was always the thing for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I I agree, MJ. I just felt like, honestly, you know, don't rush into it. 
sex is sex. Sex is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you get with somebody who is more experienced than you are um, and you feel intimidated by it, then they're not the person for you. I mean, and that's just what it is. Um, you should never... you If you're having sex with somebody, I feel like you should be comfortable with them. I feel that... Uh, there's no need for that extra pressure. And I think mm. that's where I was at. I was like, okay, I got to get it done. Let's get it over with, you know? So, yeah, don't rush. Don't rush. There's mm-hmm. plenty of time to have sex. <laughs> <That's> plenty. <laughs> plenty. is not. And with the right person. Yeah. Yeah. How often, I know that, you know, I hear you guys talk a little bit about how often are guys trying to hook up, have sex on the, like, the first date they meet you? Can I can I get it an hour in with the, like knowing you like it's it's, it's just not even a first date. Yeah, now. it's like the dating is just completely Oof. different. So I wouldn't say it's even you meet up at the first date. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, a guy will meet you in passing, get your number, and you can kind of see they're trying to get you to right. come over and things like that, and they're not making real plans. Yep for dating so you can tell the difference between someone who's really trying to pursue you in a relationship Mm -hmm. whereas most guys now nowadays they're trying to pursue you in a different way and Mm -hmm. it's more of a triumphant thing so they're just trying to get one over or have sex with you and be done with it so Mm -hmm. i would say that's that's the majority of the guys to be honest but it's also too what you let what you allow very true i'm not gonna say that guys aren't you sometimes people say guys are trash and that stuff kind of happens, but I'm not going to say like they're all bad or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's also too, it's what you allow to yeah. makes a big difference. Most definitely. Um, but like on, on average, if you don't put your foot down, mm-hmm. shoot, it can go anywhere from f- right when you meet. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like they can be like, little cast. Yeah, please okay. say whatever uh, be, the fuck you, you want to say. Okay, wait. They, you know, they'll be like, uh, you know, damn bitch, you're fine. Like, no, no respect. Like, mm-hmm. you know, to they say, damn bitch, you fine. Yes. Sometimes you would be surprised. Yes. What's up? I'm trying to fuck. Like, it's just like, wow. You're very direct. Like, uh, okay, calm it down. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have your guys that are smooth talkers, can smooth your panties off. Yeah, like, you know, they're still smooth, but they're trying to do it a different way. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have your corny guys or you have your guys that genuinely do respect you and it's a mutual decision. But a lot of guys are blunt nowadays and that makes dating so much harder because she's like, okay, are you trying to get to know me to know me or are you trying to get to know me to get into my pants? Wow. Yeah, and it's hard to know. Yeah. that's And that's why you kind of tread really yeah. lightly when you become. So that's why if something even nice happens, you're kind of hesitant to really be accepting of yeah. it because you're like, well, what is this base What's behind? the catch? Yeah. What's the catch? Mm-hmm. Are they trying to just have sex with me? Yeah. If I even do have sex with them, then what happens after that? Right. So it's like a scary, it's scary, yeah. I guess, for like women. So that's why we kind of don't, don't let our guards down. Or there's the alternative where you just become what they call quote unquote hoeing. Right. Where you just like, F it. I'm going to charge my body. If I want to sex with this guy, I'm going to do it. Right. But then you never really have successful relationships either. Right. So it's like, what do you do? You kind of get confused. What do you guys think if if, back to that whole point about hoeing? What does now forget what guys think? That's why I say quote unquote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do what do you guys what do you Lena consider a girl who's acting like a hoe? I mean, honestly, if you just out there just throwing the pussy everywhere, I mean, you I feel like hey, you have sex with who you have sex with. Don't get me wrong, but it's like okay, you know, I'm not gonna go sleep with Jimmy then Joe thirty minutes afterwards, and then you know I. You got to put some 
some type of respect on your wholeness. Like if you mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do, by means do it. But I don't know. Like some of these girls just don't care, and that and that's a problem because it's so much more to just a good nut or hell a bad nut if that if you will. You know you got to think about you know everything else that comes with it, the diseases. What he done did over here with this person, you know, you figure you sleeping with this, this, and then, you know, you don't know how many other bodies they have. Mm -hmm. So you have to be really cautious of that. Mm -hmm. But as far as what threshold meets wholeness, I can't, I can't really call it. I mean, yeah, it's very, there's a thin line always. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I agree with what you said. It depends on how you're moving too, because guys, but it's sad too, because in like society, we make it easy and say guys can do, act this way, but mm-hmm. if a girl does these moves in the exact same way, they are a hoe in the bad connotation, yeah. mm-hmm. the bad sense of it. So it's like, how? Yeah, it's really hard because there are some women, especially with like the whole feminist movement now. Like I believe in yeah, you can be in charge of your own body. Like yeah. we can do whatever we want, be yeah. safe and everything, but we should be able to. Women, just women in general, right. should be able to do what they want with their bodies if they're being safe, especially if they're being safe. But at the same time, it does become like, okay, is she a hoe? Right. Whatever. But it's like we 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 allow men to act that way. But right. the men that the, even the men that are acting that way, they don't want women or they want don't want to marry a woman yeah. that's acting like that. They right. want somebody that's pure or whatever. So it's it's so confusing. But at the same time, you can never you just realize you can't please guys. You yeah. just have to do what's in your heart. That kind of thing. Yeah. At the end of the day, because it's just like you know, for the the connotation behind it for guys will be like oh he's such a hoe mm-hmm. and then for dudes or as a female i've even i've been guilty of it i'd be like damn she's such a hoe like, mm-hmm. and for i feel like it's more a positive aspect on a guy as opposed to the girl because mm-hmm. not all but there are some females like okay well damn he's a hoe okay well i'm kind of attracted to that like right. and then if you don't get hit on by him then you're offended because it's like well, why is he not picking yeah, like up on me? You know what I mean? All these women, but yeah. I mean, he yeah. like hoes, but he yeah. don't like me. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's up? You know, <laughs> so. Well, I think though, um, we get that whole the whole whole thing is a whole nother story <laughs> mm-hmm. because I don't I think that if a woman wants to go have sex with two men every single day, that should be on her. That okay. should be on her. I she should be allowed you know, to do that. However, mm-hmm. she's figuring that out. I mean, that's her business, right. but. I hope she's smart, right. and I hope she's getting something out of it. Right. Um, but you mentioned something earlier about STDs. I had had a podcast on, when was it? Um, last week, my very first one for this month of June. And it mm-hmm. talked about some of the questions that you should ask men right. when you're dating them from a sexual perspective. And how comfortable are you guys asking a guy, can I see your your test results before we, get, before we have sex? Um, I'm going to keep it real. I... It just depends. I can be real blunt about it, or if I'm just horny in the moment, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, we have sex, we have sex. But ideally, typically, if I'm dating somebody and I'm genuinely, you know, not on the one-night stand stuff, Mm -hmm. okay, look, I have a clean bill of health. What are you working with? Because there have been scares, personally for me, and it's just like, dude, like, what the hell is going on here? Like, I thought we was mono in a mono relationship. Here we go, find out you got this. Then you find out your baby mama had this. And now you're potentially bringing that back to me. So it's like, oh, no. So now, now, since ever since that scare, it's like, okay, dude, I'm clean. What's going on with you? You know what I mean? So 
what if but what if they I mean, I'm literally saying, show me your results. Right. Because anybody, anybody could say anything. Very true. For Very me, right. I feel like, so with my first guy that I had sex with, mm-hmm. I was very comfortable. I feel like I've always been like that. I need to see that. Right. And that was a big thing for me in the beginning. Because right. it was just, of course, before and when I was a virgin, I'm going through all these, like a whole list of things. Like, right. okay, this is, I need to check this. I need to check this. I need to <laughs> make sure I'm sure. I need to make sure I'm sure. Like, I don't want to be worrying about anything. But even going forward, just with anything, like, having not having sex in, like, a while and everything, too, but still making sure, because it's just, even when it comes to kissing, to mm-hmm. me, yeah. for me, that's, like, herpes and things like that. Yeah. That, for me, so that's always a concern, but to your point, like, asking and really asking, I need to see that paperwork. Mm-hmm. I'll show it's you really, my paperwork. I need to see that Let paperwork. Let me see your paperwork. We can go together yeah. at the same time yeah. and we'll get the results on the same day yeah. and we can discuss that. So that's something and I think that's what a lot of women, because I think they're saying like SCIs and all that stuff are really huge. It's a huge yep. percentage. Yeah, especially on with the rise. young people, they're on mm-hmm. the rise. Especially with online dating and stuff. Like, yeah. it's just on the rise and people are careless. Very. It's so, careful. it's just, it's easily spreadable. And it's, yeah, these are things that we really have to check. And being cautious and going to the doctor when I need to yeah. and getting checked and all that kind of stuff. So why don't you care about that if it's a one night stand? I mean, not so much, not so much that I don't care because I do care. Yeah. Um, But you know, and I hate to say, liquor's flowing, you're horny, he's horny. Okay, let's drop it down. Not, you know, good 90% of the time. Not that I'm just out there having sex, but... Right. Not, not that you're out there being a hoe. Be the, right, being a hoe, right. <laughs> um, you know, but, um, you know, when those... I probably ha- only had maybe one night stand, and I did not ask him. Yeah. Um, we, were, we were drunk, but we used a condom. Mm-hmm. So I guess you could say that I felt safe. Right. If that makes sense. But you figure we're still kissing. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay... So when you actually, okay, come down off your high, off liquor and stuff, it's like, like, damn, did I really just have sex with him? Right. Or, like, even hell, even with partners, because you never know what they're doing. Nope. Um, you know, there's been times where I'm like, okay, we just did it raw, and it's like, it's like oh, God, please don't let me catch nothing. Like, please. Right. You know, so it's like. When you think about that, though, how does it make you feel putting your, you're literally putting your life yeah. on the line. Yeah. Just to come. You can make yourself come. Yeah, very true. Right? Very <laughs> I mean, drive yourself home. Get you, you could do it on your drive home. Right. <laughs> so if you, necessary. If right. necessary, you don't oh, you're no. jeopardizing your life yeah. to allow another person to make you come. Which is sad. Which well you is think sad. about how often you don't we don't say these things out yeah. loud. Yeah. Because I ain't don't don't get it twisted. I've had a few night one night stands and right. then I I one I was like, what <laughs> Right. Why? Mm-hmm. Right. But I was, I was. Sometimes I'd ask those questions. Sometimes I wouldn't. Right. So, but then I started thinking, not now, not then, but now I'm like, gosh, I was really playing Russian roulette. Yeah. With my life. Yeah. And what you gonna be like? Oh, and all he gonna say is, oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. You didn't ask. Shouldn't have to. Which right? is sad. Which is really sad. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like you were saying, I. In the past, it was it was a thing, but I, since me working in the healthcare field and just the different things that you can can contract is like okay, I've started like becoming real shy to certain stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Before, like, oh no, I'm not sharing that, or no, no, you can go ahead and have it if you want the last bite, you know, like little things like that. So when it came to sex, you know, certain stuff, um, 
you know, when guys wanted to go from, like, pussy to anal, it's like, and then you want me to suck your dick. It's like, okay, hold on. <laughs> we, we got too much, too much bacteria too going much on. Too much going on. Yeah. Much There's a lot of bacteria. There's a lot of bacteria yeah. in that whole situation. Yeah. So you got to go wash real good yeah. with some antibacterial soap. So I went, I went from freaky to, okay, you're like a health freak now. So it's like, yeah. hey, it's the nature now, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to catch nothing that didn't come with me, okay. So... <laughs> So I think asking the question again, I, I mean, it's important. Yeah. Let me see. Everybody should get a, 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 a some test every year. Yes. You get in your physical. Yeah. So you'd be like, can I see, you want to show me your results? Mm-hmm. And if not, I don't, you know, I, you, I want you to trust me. Right. I'll show you mine because mm-hmm. it's go vice versa. Right. Um, what kind of things that, you know, are young people, you don't even have to talk about yourselves. What types of things are young people doing sexually that you may think is out of the ordinary? Um, it's hard. It's, it's hard for me to say because I'm into BDSM. So I ideally... You got to describe what that is for the people. Okay, so it's bondage, you know, the whole whips and chains. For you people that don't know, just think of Fifty Shades of Grey times a thousand. Times a thousand? Because <laughs> that's like the, the soft... <clears throat> soft core of it for me that I feel but um real now interesting yeah I mean for me personally those who have been into the lifestyle Mm -hmm. feel like that's just a mock just feel like it's an insult to be real real honest with you wow but um honestly I can say for me personally like when I talk to guys I wouldn't say it's so much weird but it's like oh my god are you really into that and they're they're drawn to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as weird, I mean, hell, what's weird nowadays? You know, yeah, that's true. So it's, it's what are really some? Hard. But what are, I don't even again, I'm not familiar with. I'm familiar with the word media, but I don't really know what it is. Like, what are some examples? Okay, you don't got to talk about yourself. <laughs> but what are some examples of what that is? You know, flogging. Uh, and what is that? Is that dominant that whip submissive? Thing? Yes, dominant okay. submissive. Um, you know, dominatrix, if you will, slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, I'm not scared to say I'm a submissive, so I used to have a dom. I don't have a dom anymore. Um, Are they nice? It just all depends on your care, on their character. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then it also depends on what your character is in that, you know, what oh. part you play too. So for me, I'm submissive. So ideally I'm supposed to be submissive. I'm right. supposed to be the sweet. Yes, sir. As opposed to a dominatrix who is like. No, and where you get on your knees, right. you know what I'm saying. So it just kind of depends on where you fall at along the lines. How do you just? How do you have that conversation? Listen, took us to another place, though. But how do you sit to, with a person and say, "This is what I like," and like as a, how do you start that? Yeah. Right. Um, for me personally, I would say guys that come up to me, come up to me trying to play the little game, say the little stuff, and I'm just like, you can't handle me. Because I feel like you're on that vanilla sex mm-hmm. lifestyle. I'm on a whole different realm of sex yeah. that will probably scare you. And then, then that's when the the conversation will start to flow. Oh my God, you're into all this, and it's just like now I feel like I'm taking away from them getting to know me as an individual. Because mm-hmm. now you want to talk about sex and you're trying to have sex. Right. So we go from zero to a thousand real quick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I try not to tell people too much about that. But in the same token, hey, if you want to know, this is what this. Is what comes with the territory for me. So why do you think you got to tell them in the beginning? Honestly, if we're going to get serious, yeah, I need you to be be a part of this lifestyle. Not so much lifestyle, but I need you to know this is what I'm into. And if you cannot please me because just regular old doggy missionary sex, that's not going to do it for me. So 
either give it my program or let's not even waste time, right. you know, trying to do whatever we're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. So, do you, um, do your friends accept that? Yeah. They're all, you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, girl, yeah, that's what we all do. Yeah, maybe mean, I'm just, maybe I'm just super, uh, cause I'm, I'm thinking I'm vanilla, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of my friends are not as free as I am, and yeah. I, and that's fine. I each to own. Right. But um, you know, hey, if I'm like certain ones, I know. Hey, you want to go to an event? Mm-hmm. They'll they're down to go. Another yeah. was, girl, you crazy? I'm good. Right. So you know, you got to know who you can and cannot with. Yeah. So, but for me, for me personally, I like I said, take me how I am. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's I agree with that. I don't forgot what question I had asked. I forgot too. Because she took me on that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh you what? originally asked What's what weird? kind of weird things oh, yes. are young people really into. Yes. These are things, I don't know. I haven't heard of anything. This, I mean, this whole BDSM thing is the most, I guess, I wouldn't say weird, but unconventional thing yeah. right. that I've heard And maybe of. that's a better word. Yeah. yeah because I don't think, I think, I don't want people to, like, I bet if people can do whatever they right. want to do. That's their own business. Exactly. And sometimes, unless you're exposed to certain things, right. you, don't even know. you don't even know if you like it because you're so busy judging the person. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so, it's so awkward to you or unconventional. Right. Yeah. And I think maybe that's, that's, a, that's a better word. Un- what, what would other people, find you know, uncon- find unconventional? Maybe that's a better way right, right. to ask the question. I think that would be just about it. Or just, I think, um, polyamory. I've heard some people yeah, do those kind of things. What is that for the audience? <laughs> Having Lena, both- go ahead and... <laughs> <laughs> uh, having multiple partners under one household, if you will. Okay. Um, sister wives. I mean, I feel like it's becoming a little bit more common now. Um, I think more on just straight turn your nose up to is incest. The incest thing. Uh, Got to marry my cousin, uncle, brother. No, yeah, I'm no. just, I'm not with that. They but. do that when they polyandry. I mean, you, I mean... Anything. There probably are cases like that, but right. as far as like just straight unconventional, for me that would be the whole incest. I can't get down with my cousin, like right. not my blood cousin. Like what, what what is going on here? But that's just me personally. Right. But yeah. yeah. No, that that won't work for me. Yeah. <laughs> how um so how last my last question, how comfortable do you guys feel talking about sex to your friends, to your cousins, to your parents? I to think whatever. I think friends and cousins way easier. Right. Yeah. Parents is a whole different realm. Yeah. Um, That's what I would say. Why, though? I think because your parents have a certain view of Man. you. <laughs> and think about it as reverse. Parents aren't going to talk to you about their sex life right. either. Well, yeah, you don't want to that's strange. imagine your parents having exactly. sex. So that, that's, I think that's how as a, as a child you feel yeah. the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not... That's You don't want to imagine... Your kid doing right. that. Yeah. Like, I birthed this kid. This is yeah. my child. Right. Like, especially if you don't want to see this person and that's the person that's been having sex with my child. And then yeah. that's like, and it just seems very odd. So right. it's just, yeah. So more so, I think friends is in, and like cousins who are around your right. age, way easier because they're more like your friends. Right. But yeah, parents are just, it's that's just kind of out of pocket. But if you think about it though, you, you know, you said, um, you, you know, your parents don't want to visualize, but then once you guys get married, and then if you do, then you have a baby. We're like the happiest people in the right, world, right? True. But right. then we you wonder we're not wondering how you got that. We know, like, we, know. we know, right? right. Exactly. So that's like so if it's if it's happening, it, then it, it it's just happening. Yeah. So I think older generations, no matter who it is, can provide a good perspective. But what about you, Lena? Um, for me, 
you know, I have three parents. Uh, so, ideally, with my dad, no. I mean, he might hear um, conversations when I'm talking to both my moms. But uh, for him, it's definitely a no. Yeah. Um, for my mom, my birth mom, she she's she has her moments. She'll be like, okay, Lena, I can talk to her. But certain stuff, I have to really scale back, especially stuff that goes on within the BDSM lifestyle because my mom mm-hmm. is really scared. My mom watches a lot of those crime shows. So <laughs> she's like, no, Selena, you can't be just doing that. Or no, you just don't let him strangle you too hard. Or just, <laughs> just so she's just over the top. And then my other mom, she's like, yeah, girl, go, go, you want me yourself, myself. So it just all depends. So I have right. to be reluctant on who I tell, right. you know, but right. as far as friends, cousins, Everybody know. Everybody know how Lena gets down. So, yeah. well, that's good. It sounds like you know you guys have great relationships and people that you can talk to, and mm-hmm. which is healthy. Um, so I don't have any more questions, but this has been a very enlightening conversation for me. <laughs> what do you guys think of the podcast discussion? I think it's great, um, especially if there's young people out there listening mm-hmm. to this. Um, I think it's just good to have open conversations and find somebody that you can talk to, yeah. yep. uh, whether that be your friends, cousins, or older cousins, mm-hmm. auntie, whoever that may be, um, and just always make sure that you're in control of your own body and the things that you give out and that you're making the decisions on your own. Um, that's I think that's just what's most important. Yeah. Yep. Having healthy sex at that. Mm-hmm. Just don't mm-hmm. be out there all vulnerable, Safe. you know, just all willy-nilly out there. Healthy sex is great sex. Um, and then there's no pressure, no pressure. Talk about sex. Sex, it's 2019. If you're not talking about sex, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, get it together. Yep, exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys for coming on. I appreciate it. Wow. What did you think of that episode? Please go onto my Facebook page or my Instagram page with the same name, All Things Dorothy's Daughter. I want to thank MJ and Lena for being open, honest, and vulnerable to be able to come on and tell their story. That is the intention of All Things Dorothy's Daughter, is hearing real stories from real people. And we will continue to do this. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd also love for you to share this with a friend. So if you would, please share the Apple podcast, Google Play podcast, or Spotify podcast with a friend and have them subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. I truly hope that you're enjoying this time as much as I am. You have a wonderful evening, morning, or afternoon. Thank you for listening.